Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up. On today's episode, we have Jamisa McIver. Jamisa McIver is a wife, mother, and groundbreaker with an amazing testimony. She currently is the deed holder of 16 properties, all in which she has purchased with no mortgages. Starting out as a novice investor and mastering the craft, she became the CEO of Rosebuzz Investments, which is very popular amongst new investors and people who may be looking to get started and are not sure how. She has taken her innovative spirit and created a strategy that makes real estate investing as simple as can be for people of all ages and walks of life. She is a truly gifted intellectual and with the ambition and strong desire to uplift and build those around her. Good morning. Hello, Jamisa. You You read that so perfectly. I'm over there smiling. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Child, I've had people on here that was like, who are you talking about? <laughs> you talking about me? <laughs> Somebody was like, I'm yeah. getting ready to hire you for all my events. So you can come and you, say you my intro. Yeah, I like that. I like that sound. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is so funny. Yes, girl. That's one thing yes, I can do. Because I'm like, oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody on here, I am available <laughs> for hire. You better, you better do your, what they call it, the shameless plug. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Well, let's get into this actual interview. So our first question is, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. What is your definition of purpose? Purpose is like your reason why. It's your reason for doing things. It's the driving force behind why you do stuff and how you do it. To me, it's intent. It's like literally moving with intent. Because when you have purpose, you know who you are and you know what your mission is. So you move in it. So like ownership is a big thing for me, but not just because I am a real estate investor, because I take ownership of self way before I take ownership of everything else and everything else comes to follow. So I feel like purpose is just like your what, your why and your how pretty much. That is absolutely right. Mm-hmm. You know, that reason you get up in the morning, that reason you, you know, you take those couple of steps after you get out the bed, the reason why you get in your car and That's you go it. wherever you need to go. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's right. different for each person. Like, everybody doesn't have the same purpose. We all have different purposes in life. And your purpose may change by the day. You can have one purpose today and a different purpose tomorrow. So, you know, it's, it's getting to know yourself and, and getting to know your strengths, your weaknesses, and understanding who you are so you can be Correct. able to fulfill that purpose the best way you know how. Yeah, I'm on that. Mm-hmm. So what is one word you would use to describe yourself and why? <laughs> unstoppable. And because I'm I'm literally unstoppable. I love it. Like, I am a superhero. I am a rebel. I am determined. Like everything. Is this fire? I don't even know. It just burned. It just burned and it just burned. And I'm unstoppable. Like if I want something by any means necessary, I'm going to have it. I believe in it. And that really comes from just my growth and me being self-aware and the purpose part. Like just knowing if God got you, that's it. 
that's it. Can't nobody stop you. So you're going to have to move. You know, we get these blessings. I, know that's right. I won't yes. step up to the challenge. It's like, yeah, I don't know, maybe. We just operate off of fear. And, you know, just all of the things that we have been conditioned to believe. And it's like, mm-mm. You know who you are. You don't do that. You don't do that. You move out. And that's what I do. Mm-hmm. I'm like borderline militant in the way I think. It's crazy. But wow. Yeah, unstoppable is definitely the word that I would use to describe myself for sure. Yes, she said it's a fire. Yes, fire and desire. <laughs> I love it. I love it because you have to. You have to keep going, and that's and that's what keeps you going. Because when you don't got nobody supporting you from behind, uh-huh. so you just gotta keep pushing. You, you gotta to keep, keep pushing. Keep going. You do, and mm-hmm. I say that not every day is going to be a motivational day. Like you feel good. No, that discipline is just going to get you out there, bed. And you knowing, look, this is what I got to do. This is what it is, and this is what it's going to be. And it's only going to be that because of me. That's when you don't get yourself too many. Like, you can't make too many excuses. You don't get yourself too many ways out. You're like, look, this is it. I'm gonna do it. That's when right. You get it done. That it's is so right. I'll be honest. It's really, really rewarding. It is. It is. It definitely is, especially in the long run. And you see how far you've come, all mm-hmm. the hard work you put into. It's like a sigh mm-hmm. of relief. It is. It and is then a sigh that of relief. adds to, you know, what you need to do moving forward to, to keep it going, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like I came this far, I can't turn back. Okay, look at what this has gotten me. I can get more, you know, let me do it again. Let me just finish it out. And it's yep. crazy because the thing is, as long as you're alive, you're not dead. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, <laughs> right. As long as you're not dead, there are things that has to be done, meaning you have to stop. You have to live, actually live. You have to, you know, do some things. And with that comes hard work. And you either going to work yeah. hard for yourself and, you know, your purpose and your cause, or you're going to work hard for somebody else. There's no in between. It's all the same thing. You got to yeah, make the money exactly. way, right? So you just got to really know. You got to just be willing to, like, get it. Girl, you couldn't have said it any better than that. <laughs> That's absolutely true. That's so true. So, you know, as kids, we had role models and mentors that we looked up to. So I want to know, who was your role model or mentor growing up? And did it change over the years? My role model or mentor? I found a lot of them on television. <laughs> Which is <laughs> I, My dad was an entrepreneur, but he didn't really, you know, show me too much anything. Because I was raised by my great-grandma. Okay. So I was um, a lot of the things that I watched on TV, it just was like, oh, wow, I can do that. I can live there. I could do this. You right. know, those kind of things. And then as I got older, my motivation then came from what I didn't see or the things that I saw that I didn't like. And I literally became the exact opposite. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. That's a real thing. Listen, that is definitely, yeah. Like, it really made me everything I am. So when I got my first house, well, I'm 25 now and I actually have 18 houses. Not 16 anymore. When I got the first house, it was an inheritance from my grandma. We did a mm-hmm. dollar D transfer. She left me this house. She said, yeah, don't sell it. That's all we got. Um, She said, I want you to be the landlord if anybody needs somewhere to live. I want you to rent it out. I don't want anybody arguing. She said, oh, that's up. And almost, it's like she, she did that. She put me on a deed and maybe a year or two after that, she died. And then life set in. And everything she said she didn't want started to happen. Everybody argued. Everybody wanted to live there. Of course. It became a thing. Because money tends to bring the best and worst out of people. Um, So I did the exact opposite of what she said. I sold it. Someone, that's all we got. No, we're going to get some more. So (laughs) I sold the house. I made $152,000, which was cool because I was like 21 years old, 20, 21. And um, I was Uh like, oh, yeah, $150,000. That's that's lit. Like $152,000 is a lot of money. 
until I found that I could have sold it for 300000 So at that, I, mm. I automatically realized it was a disconnect. Okay, so how did I know that? Well, what did I miss? You know, and then I just educated myself. And long story short, just crash test dummy for real estate. I jumped in head first. And I was the first person to do everything that I'm doing now. Like, I was able to retire my great-grandma. I moved into, like, an upper echelon, little gated community. I'm, like, buying uh-huh. hood actively. I'm doing it debt-free. Nobody in my family, like, owns property. <laughs> so now I'm the pillar for that because it's not what I saw. Right. It's what I didn't see. And it's like, I can be the first to do it, and I am. And I can't say it came from a role model because I didn't really know anybody else who, you know, was doing this. Who was doing so, it, right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I that think it just is dope. me not having something that made me want That is awesome. That is super awesome because... You know, shoot, at 25, I was out of school. I had a bachelor's and a master's degree, and I was working for a nonprofit. Was I getting into real estate? I Probably not, because I was a, um, a health education major, community okay. health. I'm, I wanted to be an epidemiologist for the city, and that didn't work out. <laughs> so I'm all like, all right, well, you know, and definitely at 25, you're definitely trying to find yourself. Yeah. Because if you want, if you want who went to school, you like, dang, what I'm going to do now that I'm out of school. So it's like that really trying to find who you are, Uh what you want to do type thing. You already know you can't get a job. You're fresh out of school. You got this college debt, trying to figure it out. So yeah, it takes time to figure out what you want to do, but I'm glad you were able to kind of like tackle that in your earlier years. So then you could kind of set yourself up for when you get 25. You know what I mean? So that was a good, that was a good move. Yeah. Well, see, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, like, wise beyond my years, but I'm the eldest of, like, 10 siblings. So, you get what I'm oh, saying? Wow. So, yeah. I, I grew up a little bit faster anyway. So, I went to college, too. And for the very reasons that you're mentioning, I dropped out. I think I did, like, two, three years. I don't know. I wanted to be a psychologist. But I just realized in the beginning stages of college, it was a lot of gen eds and partying. And I'm, like, I'm paying a lot of money to have fun. I don't want to. <laughs> it's not even that fun, you know? So I was like, all right, I'm going to just go home and figure some things out. And it's just, it's crazy. Like, your purpose, like you said, my, since I, as long as I can remember, my passion was just always to help people. I can give you the best advice. I can plan anything for you. I can help you think through a situation like no other, right? And then I end up doing this with real estate. So it's like, I still get to help people. I just get to do it differently, like in my own way. But I was just basically saying that now that you have took those proper steps, you are now, like, setting an example for, let's say, like, your siblings or people who may be, you know, looking up for you and what you're doing. So that's good. That is absolutely good. So if you could give a piece of advice to your younger self, what would you tell her and why? Be your own hero. That's one of the things. Yeah. Uh, I actually had that on one of my vision boards recently. It might have been either this year or the the one right before it. Be your own hero because sometimes we end up looking up to people and things that are not worthy. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. So it's like, oh, we want to attach, we want to attach ourselves to certain things and certain names and certain people because of a perception or like we we'll hold uh-huh. people to this certain like stature or put them on this pedestal and it's like, nah, be your own hero. Like build yourself up. You don't need anybody else to validate your greatness or your importance. So that's something that I would tell myself. I would also tell myself, like, be humble, yes, but also be aware. Because people will definitely Mm. try to dim your light if you let them, like, you have to be aware. You go, be humble as you want to be. And I feel like this is advice that I would use 
<laughs> for my younger self as well as my current self. Like, yeah. Mm, being okay. Being with that out with being aware. That's good. And that the last thing is probably like the best way to start something is just to start it. You're not going to never be like 100% yeah. ready. Just go for it. Like, because I'm a real fearless person. So I would tell my younger self, like, it's never too early for you to start. You don't have people like, I'm too young. Right. I don't need to worry about this. It's, you know. And um, that's not true. You can start exactly where you are. Right at this very moment. Yep. So, yeah. That's absolutely right. That's true. That is so true. Like, I tell girlfriends and some of my guy friends, even to this day, like, what you waiting Correct. for? Like, Jesus to come? Correct. Like, then it's going to be too late. Like, no. Like, do it now. Because... I don't have time for the shoulda, woulda, mm-hmm. couldas. I don't have time for the, oh, well, you know, I should have started this earlier. Mm-hmm. No, like you said, like, it's never too late to start. If you got that one thing or a couple things that you want to do, want to accomplish, do it. Like, it's it's nothing holding you back. It takes one little step to make a bigger impact. Correct. So just get with the program, do what you got to do. And you learn along the way. Like, we all made mistakes. Like, it's nobody out here doing it the right way. Like, there is no right or wrong way. Everybody, you can have 10 girls who sell here, but everybody might be doing it a different way. So it's it's all about how you do it and what makes you different from everybody else. (sighs) I come in contact with so many people who just stuck. And I'm like, why are you stuck? You made yourself stuck. People, don't be your biggest, you can be your biggest enemy. You can be a, the one who not, you have to like really feed yourself good energy. Like I always tell people, energy is transferable. So if you're hanging around people who are doing nothing, you're going to feel nothing. So you need to get around people who are, you know, inspirers. Because we don't want to just be motivated. We want to inspire people. Inspire because it lasts longer. So you want to inspire people and be around those people who give you that drive to do what you need to do. Like, that that level up is real. Like, it's super real. It's and people need to like understand it. The that. The line is so faint in between where you are now and where you want to go. And this is so oh my crazy. Gosh. Like, I was a cashier at ShopRite. I am a millionaire right now and I'm 25. And if you probably told me that, I would be like, what? Nah. Right? And the transition mm-hmm. and the step that it took. It was like one house really changed my whole life. And then you had people who walk past the yeah. houses every day. <laughs> or have houses in Girl, their family. Girl, every you know single day. people just day. losing houses? How you losing something? They don't make any more land. What do you mean you lost your house? Like, what? A legacy. Girl. You lost a legacy. You, you lost the opportunity to keep your name alive for generations to come, you lost something that you shouldn't have. Something that you ain't even have the right to lose because this land, mm-hmm. this dirt, this soil, you are, our folks worked for that. Like they, they worked for that. So it's like, when you think of it Girl. in the deeper aspect of it, like when you really dig down into the nitty gritty of things, it's like, yeah, we out mm-hmm. here doing foul. We're doing things wrong. Real foul. Real foul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely right. Absolutely right. So then we're, you know, we're talking about, you know, investments and real estate and all that good stuff. Can you tell our listeners about Rosebud Investments? Okay, so Rosebud Investments um, is my company. It's called Rosebud Investments because my grandmother's name is Rose and she was the person who gave me my very first property. And literally the service we offer is one-on-one handholding through the new investor process. So what happens is we um create step-by-step blueprints for our clients. It's personalized. It's one-on-one. We'll talk about you. Like, what's your cash? What's your credit? 
What's your short-term goal? What's your long-term goal? And then we'll literally create a blueprint based off of the things that you said. So let's say that you're like, hey, I have cash, no credit. Okay, I'm going to teach you how to build your credit. I'm going to get you $14,000 in unsecured credit so you can build. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about, depending on your report, I'm getting some credit repair or what you can do on your own, you know, to tighten that up. If you are the opposite Mm -hmm. and you're like, look, I got credit, no cash. Okay, I'm going to teach you how to purchase properties with credit cards. We're going to go into leveraging. Um, stuff like that. If your person was like, hey, I don't have either of these things. I'm going to say, cool, we're going to go buy a $600 property. You know, we're going to flip it for a couple of thousand, selling it as is. So you get it for mm-hmm. 600 you sell it for a couple of thousand. So now you have enough to go back and reinvest and now buy a house maybe to keep. Um, it really just depends on where you are. We literally meet you exactly where you are and we just carry you, like, from there. That is awesome. That is super good because right now we on a serious real estate week. Yes, and I mean, it, and then outside of the gimmicky the part, because um, mm-hmm. some people gimmicky, and that's the thing. I be chilling, like chilling. So they had Philly Real Estate Week. They had like a, a forty under forty award. So it was the forty most prominent real estate investors in the city who were under forty years old, and I won top five of that. And I'm twenty five years old, and not for nothing. Winning period was great. Just being in the top forty was great. Yeah. To be in the top five and then for who I was in the top five with, I was like, that's crazy. But the crazy part is I got 4,000 followers. Look, I ain't even, like, you will walk past me in the street and be like, oh, she's, you know, you wouldn't think anything of it. But then you Mm -hmm. got the gimmicky part. You got some other people on the Instagram, they may have a million and one followers. And like, yeah, I want to follow what that person's doing because it looks really good. Mm -hmm. I got to stay First of all, you got to do real estate. Outside of it being gimmicky, it's definitely necessary. You can't do anything without involving yourself in real estate. If you cross the street, somebody lives there. You're walking on somebody's land. You're going to the doctor, that's a building. You're right. Uh-huh. You're going to the hairdresser, a building. A build, everything involves real estate. So outside of gimmicky, just think about it in its simplest form. You need somewhere to live. People always need somewhere to live. Real estate is everything. Whether we choose to acknowledge it or not, I feel like people just, you know, be overlooking the importance to focus on the minor things. So I call it like tripping over the, the dollars to pick up pennies. <laughs> so yeah. real estate is mm-hmm. all it, but it been all it. And you should get into it as soon as humanly possible. Because what's going to happen is we're not going to afford to be able to get in there. Yeah. That's it. I tell people all the time, like, if you, if you live in a city like Philly and you don't own a piece of Philly, uh-huh. I feel sorry for you because it's getting real out here. It's literally getting real out here. It was so crazy because it's literally like right across the street. Well, my block is one of the blocks that a lot of the original owners are still literally like mm-hmm. living on the block. So I know this house has been in my family for almost 45 years that I'm in right now. It was actually a wedding gift That's to my amazing. mom back in 84 from my grandma. But even just like, uh, like five minutes down the street, we had a family house for... No, I think they bought their house. My great grandparents bought their house in like nineteen, like forty five, forty six, uh-huh. and we had just sold it in two thousand and nine. So, and then I inherited this house. Unfortunately, my mom passed away in two thousand and nine, but 
I'm like, I'm still not going to go out here and buy a house and then have to pay a mortgage every month when I got a crib that all I got to do is pay some utilities and some right. real estate taxes. Like, I'll choose that over, you know, a mortgage. Mm-hmm. So I'm all like, I just feel like people just really need to take advantage of things that, like you said, like are in your feeling, like, like your grandma told you not to sell it, but you, you chose to mm-hmm. do it anyway. But look where you are now. I got a house that's literally across the street from me. It's three houses. One, I... I think all of them have owners, but I think one is Section 8. Another one, a guy had passed away and his daughter is now taking mm-hmm. over it. But now another guy passed away just yesterday and his mom and dad, I know if his mom and dad was still alive, they probably would have, um, excuse my language, ripped him a new one because he really like messed the house up. He wasn't paying, no real estate taxes. The city came and got it, put the house in foreclosure and nail somebody else on it. And this house, they was on this house in like the early 40s. They house was been paid for. All you had to do was keep it up. That's it. But no, life took over. You wanted to do what you wanted to do. And now look where you are. Now you in a morgue somewhere and your house is not even in your family no more. Yeah, that's insane. It's sickening. I'm like, this is all you gotta do. This is all you gotta do. That's it. And there's nothing that's <sighs> complex at all. And it's stuff that's common sense. Because when you lose it, you end up making your job so much harder. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. much harder. It's so many things yeah. that you're depriving yourself of. You, you, you're, you're, like, taking away the opportunity for you to be great, for you to have a retirement plan, for you to have options. <laughs> like, <laughs> options. Who doesn't want to have options? You, right. you own something or you're going to be owned. That's it. It's no in-between. And it's like, you'll have that right in your family instead of coming together, you know, figuring it out, Same. making it work. You just like, you know. And it was crazy because mindset just, is everything. So, like, going back to what yes. I said about pretty much just that ownership piece. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know how many people inherit, a thing, inherit things and lose them? Oh, yeah, all the time. So me getting the house, wasn't made wasn't what made me a millionaire because I had to educate right. myself on how to keep it going. I could have got that I lost it, like you said. Like I could have just owned it, I could have sold it, or sold it, blew all the money. It was just so many different possible outcomes. But me being me, that wasn't it. Failure is never an option for me. I do not give myself the option to fail. I give myself the option to win or to learn. I do not give myself permission to fail. That's it. People just gotta tighten up, man. I'm gonna just be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. And it's crazy because the resources are out there. Yeah, it is. The resources and are literally market, out there. Even if you Google something, it's Girl, there. you can learn anything via the yeah. internet. Whether, like you said, through Google, through YouTube, through anything. Yeah. Like, the information is there. And the resources are literally out in the streets. So sidebar, so I, I do victim services at North Central Victim Services right at 16th and Cecil B. Moore. So basically what we do is that we advocate for safe neighborhoods and support victims right. of crime. So we serve as the 22nd District, and a lot of people don't know that is a program out of Harrisburg that helps compensate people who've been victimized, whether it was loss of earnings, funeral expenses, medical right. expenses, stolen cash, all this stuff. People have no clue. Yep. No clue. And it's so bad because all you have to do is research the information. We're smack in the middle of North Philly. So the heart of North Philly and Temple University, like, all you got to do is do your research. Nobody really has to suffer out here. Nobody. They don't. People don't know or they got pride. They don't want to ask. 
Right. And I get it. Yeah, you become a victim but and you I don't really want to associate yourself said, with a lot of stuff. Oh, I literally did a seminar <laughs> right before I ended up on the phone with you. And I said, well, what separates the victims from the heroes? What separates the victims from the heroes? Because if that's the case, we are victims of something. Yeah. Like, we all got a story. We all been through the struggle. So at what point are you going to be the change that you want to see? That's where Rosebud came from. Listen, when I sold the house, I had this money and I was buying all these houses in cash and I was running around just acting crazy because nobody pulled me to the side and said, hey, sweetheart, first of all, you probably shouldn't be doing this. You should be doing nobody. You don't have that conversation with me. So I was like, okay, I'm going to figure it out the hard way. And I just realized that there were right. so many people who didn't know. <laughs> Literally, it was just so many people who didn't know, just like me, just like me. And I was like, okay, great. So then this is what we're going to do. We're going to teach people. How about that? Like, we're mm-hmm. going to put people on some stuff. Because if I can make you a millionaire, then like I'm two million strong. And if we can make another million, that's three million strong. It's strength for numbers. Like I'm not going to ever be able to be all of anything. Yeah. Take a village for any type of growth. So people just got to really change their way of thinking. Like they want more, but they're not willing to go out and get it. When I say by any means, mm-hmm. I mean it. I mean it. Mm. Like that's a real thing. That's a way of life. Success is a way of life. It's not like a, a certain amount you put on success. Like oh, she's a, a millionaire. She's successful. That's not how that works. Uh-huh. That ain't how that works. That's the way, like, you keep going. You work hard to get it. You work hard to keep it. You work hard. And at the end of the day, when you finish working hard, you should have been worked hard enough that you can leave it to somebody important. Kids. Yeah. Great grandkids, whatever. Because it's about legacy. Like, we yes, build wealth is. to stunt and ball out. Other people, they build wealth so when they done, they folks can start a little bit ahead of where they did. They pass the times. Yeah. We run the same race over and over and over and over and over and over and over. They pass batons. I watch them. I see it. Some of the circles that I run in and I see, you know, what's going on and how things actually work. I'm like, oh, this is way different from what I've experienced culturally, from what I've, you know, been mm-hmm. able to see, you know? So it's just about wanting better. You're living your life. Yeah, it is. It better, definitely you is. You don't stop until you find it. That's it. You, you sure don't. You sure like, don't. You don't uh, Girl, you probably can write a book about excuses. It's crazy. <laughs> you could probably write a book about excuses because I hear them all day, every day. Whether I'm in person with the person or I hear it on mm-hmm. social media, I hear it on a live, I hear it through a text, I hear it through a phone mm-hmm. call. It's just so many excuses. You thought hard to put this excuse together. Why you just can't think it's Correct. hard to put the plan together? I don't get it. I really don't get it. Right. <laughs> but you know what? Some things are not meant for me to, to get anyway. <laughs> so I'm going to stop over. Right, right, you know, right. Keep sure don't. I don't want to overthink your situation. There. We don't want it. Okay. We don't want it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Because people Girl. are definitely Mm-mm. just, uh, yeah. It's crazy. So what do you feel was your biggest challenge to get where you are today? Realizing that everybody can't go. And then my vision is for me to see mm. and everybody else's. I'm trying to sell people mm-hmm. the dream that belong to me. It's like, you ever been invited to a dope party and it's like, oh yeah, this party about to be lit. And you're like, let me bring my girlfriend. And you show up to the door and you didn't have a plus one. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. God be like, yeah, come on to this party. And you'd be like, oh, let me bring everybody with me. And they'd be like, we didn't say that. <laughs> it's, not for, it's not for everybody. Yes. You know, it's for you. So, yeah. That is so that true. I literally just put a Facebook status up about that maybe like a couple weeks ago. Like, your blessing was just for you. It wasn't for everybody just else. For it right. wasn't for everybody else. 
It wasn't for everybody else. You can't take everybody along with their little journey. Not saying I want to cut off friendships or relationships, whatever the case is, but for this part of my life, I just need you to yeah, lay in low. In this season, everybody <laughs> just lay low. can't go. And that's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's okay because it's not saying that they can't go later on or that, you know, you can't double back and come and get them. It's not saying any of those things. It's saying right now, you got to go. Like, you know how they say on the airplane, you put the mask on yourself. Okay, well. You yep. have to put the mask on your face. So, you know, you can't save nobody unless you save yourself. So maybe it's for you to go and lay a foundation and to, you know, build some stuff and start some stuff and grow. Maybe it's for that. And then you're able to come back and have something to show for it. Like, yeah, look, hey, look what I did. Now you can do yep. it. You can actually mm-hmm. pave the way. Because some people don't want help. They want to be saved. Some yep. people don't, like, you're trying to put everybody on. Like, yeah, let's do it. And we can do this. And yay. And it's like. I don't, I don't want that. Like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Like, I was passing off so many capes and people like, wait, I can't fly. What do I do with the cape? I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to jump. I don't know what you about to do, but I'm going to jump. That's me. Not everybody's like that. Yeah, they're not. They are mm-hmm. definitely not. But what is your meaning of success? And what do you consider to be your current biggest success? And it can be personal or business related. Mm, the meaning of success is to me just fulfillment like feeling whole like having some substance to yourself because money is just money I mean I'm not saying it's so big mm-hmm. like, it's just money and they people like I, it's everything you need it but it's nothing like having a lot of money and feeling empty stuff and that's the thing you see mm-hmm. it all the time with celebrities and committing suicide because the thing is you'll hear when people like yeah people get money and they change and I was one of those people like money ain't gonna never change me that's because I didn't have any you do change because money doesn't change you. It changes the people around you and you are forced to change to protect yourself. Period. That's it. Mm-hmm. So when I think of success, I think of peace of mind. I think of you just feeling whole. Like peace of mind to me is me being able to walk out my house and just see green grass, like clean, fresh air and knowing that my babies are okay. Stuff that made me feel successful. My great grandma, she raised me and I could give her flowers while she could mm-hmm. smell them. I retired her. Right. She could go anywhere in the mm-hmm. world. She, we go on tons of vacations together. She raised me. I gave it back. Here you go. It's been mm-hmm. able to be able to spend time with my family. Just freedom. Because people say financially free. That's what they want to be. Financially free. But they don't understand. when you, The more financially free you become, the less freedom you have in some aspects. Especially in the beginning stages. Because you're working to keep it. You yeah. set those structures up. So success to me is like that family time. That moment you get to just chill. When the world is still. Yeah. Your mom might be racing a little bit. But everything is still. So to me, that's success. That's awesome. Yes, that relief. Mm, nothing like honey. it. It's unmatched. <laughs> that relief. Oh my goodness. Like it's just it's just a great mm-hmm. feeling. It's super duper great feeling. And like you said, like your great grandmother raised you. And my great grandmother is still alive. Like my mom passed away and my grandmother passed away. My great grandmother is still alive. She just turned 96. Oh, that is amazing. And That's amazing. Girl, she a little handful, but I love her to death. And I'm like, I know she's here around because she has to see something, whether it's for me to have children, right, whether right. it's for me to, you know, get married or whatever the case is. And I'm like, oh, I got to get with the program, but I definitely want to make her proud of me. Never, never said that she wasn't right. never proud of me, but. I know I owe her something. You know what I mean? Like, I owe her something. So I'm like, I'm out here doing what I do. And she appreciates every little bit of it. Yeah. That's amazing. I got to let her grandparents. Got to let her grandparents. Yeah, that's, that's, and that's the thing. You make it worth their while because they made sacrifices. I mean, it don't mean that they made the Girl. biggest sacrifices, but it don't even matter. 
they made sacrifices. And if we could give back, like, just a portion of, you know, some reciprocity, like, just a little bit, like, look, I feel you. Because like I said, like, um, when I won my award the other day, I said, listen, Mm -hmm. my my inheritance, I mean, my my, uh, million-dollar portfolio came from an inheritance. Like, my grandmom left me a house, and, and from that, I was able to scale and grow and become who you see today. I said, and for that reason, I'm going to always plant seeds for flowers I know I'll probably never see, ever. But I know that right. what we do mm-hmm. now is super important to who we leave behind because she did that for me. She don't even know the same house she lived in my whole entire life changed so many generations so far. Not only that, just me reaching back, helping other people. I've helped over 300 people purchase houses with no mortgages, straight That's cash. Come on, we out. Let's go get your house. So I'm changing our family. I'm changing other people's family. They could teach their kids. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, we're going, yeah, this is it. This is the thing. And this is how we're going to do it. It's just so, so necessary, man. It's so worth it, too. It's so worth it. It's so worth it. That is super dope. I'm super Thank proud you. of you for that. Super duper proud of you for that. So I know with all this, you know, going on, investments and real estate and stuff. What are some ways you practice self-care and self-love? Mm, I feel like I get a massage like twice a week. <laughs> Um, yes. Yeah, I, I often get massages. That's my time to relax. I throw my little AirPods in my ear and I'm just zoned out and I'm just getting my massage. I take time for myself. Driving really works for me. It helps me to just clear my head and, and see. My husband, believe it or not, because I don't know. He's 27 and I'm 25. And I'm, mm-hmm. for whatever the reason, I could be going crazy. Like everything around me could be burning to the ground. And he'd be just calm, like, no, it's good. So me <laughs> laughing with him. It's okay. Like, we just laugh. Like, <laughs> just laugh. And I'm good for a vacation. I end up on a flight quick. You won't even know. I'm still working, talking. I go live. You're like, huh? Then you just do my... I'm like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to over. It might be 5 o'clock where you at. It'll be 11 o'clock where I'm at. You're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I still work on time. I got yes. my job done for whatever. So, yeah, that's okay. my so thing. And I love a good snack. Like, I'm a greedy little one. I love food. Oh, yeah. I'm a yeah, snacker, too. That's my breakaway. Food is my vice. So vacations are food. You know, people like the shoes in the bag. Nah. But I spend the bag on the steak. A good one, well prepared. Ooh. Don't let it come with potatoes. Don't let the steak. You know what? I'm going to Ooh. Yeah. Yes, girl. We definitely got to Oh, you want to go eat? I'm a <laughs> food girl. I love food. Like. I'm a food, I'm a food blogger too. So girl, yes. I everywhere. I just be like, take um, take me to the food, girl. I be everywhere. Okay. Yes, Ooh, we definitely I'm got ex- some. You see how upbeat I just got? I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm super excited. Well, you talking yeah. about food. Super excited. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. So what's one resource that you use in your personal or your business life every single day that you cannot live without? My phone. I have two. I have two iPhone Xs. I use them both. I cannot leave, live without them because I'm, I'm constantly emailing. I can change your life during a phone call. That's what I do with my one-on-ones. When I'm teaching you about uh-huh. how to buy a house for $600, I'm changing your life and I'm doing it over the phone. Nine times out of ten. Like, sometimes I meet up with you, but if I got, like, seven clients today, I can't go, like, come on, guys. You know, can't do it. So my phone, my phone is important. Um, And then it helps for everything. So the business, I'll talk. The podcast, I'm listening. You know, when I need to calm mm-hmm. down real quick, oh, yeah, I didn't even tell you. I got these apps on my phone. One of them, I color, and right. the other one, I play, like, Tetris. That calm me down. For whatever the reason, stimulating. Mm-hmm. I'll play the game. Mm-hmm. It's just stimulating. Mm-hmm. That's all mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, I use that a lot. I use that a lot. My phone. Well, that's good. And if one dies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Somebody literally just said that on, like, an episode right before you. She was like, girl, I take this phone everywhere I go. Yeah. But you got to make sure it works for you, like, so everybody's put up on, like, the social media and all of that stuff, and it's good. Right. But your business got to operate outside of it, because if the app walks away, where did your business go? That's right. So I, Ooh, I tell that to my clients all the time. Yeah, that's a real thing. So I make a lot of time building relationships outside, like in the real world. It's like, beyond yeah. what's happening on the app, there is things happening in the real world. So I try yes. to connect with people as much as possible. So I would say that's a good resource is my mouth, me talking. Like, that's a really good resource. Yeah. And I do it. I talk to at least one new person a day, randomly, too. I was just talking to my mm. mom, but that's my mom. I've been hugging a lot of strangers lately. That's <laughs> the mom. Really? Strangers <laughs> I hug a day? Well, this is what come with it. I said, I know. I'm not complaining. It's okay. I think it's pretty cool. Like, but I, I've been hugging a lot of strangers lately. I just be like, hey, they're like, Janessa. I'm like, hi. Mind you, I'm so bossy and sweet. They don't know that I don't know them. Because I make everybody, mm. when they say you treat the, 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 the janitor with the same respect as the CEO, look. Yeah, it is what it is. I ain't treating nobody no different, so they just love me because I'm so raw and authentic. Yes. Like, like I'm from where y'all from. The money great, but I'm me still, and I want y'all to fill it first. Yep. Because you're gonna have to mm-hmm. have ownership of yourself before the money even come. Because you gotta know who you are before that check hits your account. You gotta know because if you don't, you're gonna get swindled. You're gonna get lost in all of the hype. It gets crazy. So I want to say that's a really good resource for me. Just talking to people like. Awesome. That is great. So do you have any upcoming events, projects that our listeners can look out for? I certainly have an event because I don't do seminars often because like I told you, it's so gimmicky. (laughs) But I'm having a seminar on June 14th because I had one a few months ago and people were like, no, do this again. Like my cousin has to be here. So it was like by popular demand, I decided to do it again. So on June 14th, I'll be having the Hustle and Motivate seminar. And everybody that come there okay. will leave as official business owners. They will all have $14,000 worth of unsecured credit to start building. They will have knowledge on business credit. They will learn how to purchase a $600 investment property. They will learn how to change their life forever. It's all in one night. It's going to be so amazing. And I only know it's going to be so amazing because I did it on a lower level before. And people were okay. like, oh my okay. God. Like, no. Since you did this, I made $60,000. I made $200,000. Oh my gosh, I need more. So I know that it's amazing. So I'm doing it again one more time before I start, you know, working on some other stuff because I don't have time for seminars because it's crazy. Like, I sell so many tickets yeah. when I go live because I do this thing where I walk around the block um, every day. Um, uh-huh. When they see my neighborhood, they're like, ah! Like, they eat it up, so they buy the ticket. Like, that's going to help the moon next door to me. I think it's so gimmicky. I always feel like I got to sell myself. So I'll be like, I ain't doing it. But uh, this seminar, I'm going to do it just because the people who attended the last one was like, yo, that was everything. So I'm like, all right, I'm not going to be That's good. So I'm doing it again. It's the Hustle and Motivate seminar, fully catered. So you'll have a real, like, we're not eating sandwiches. Y'all going to have some food food. Um, Like I said, they'll leave as business owners. The knowledge of business credit, like, they, they're going to be set up. That's it. One-stop shop. You'll have everything you need to start, run, operate a successful business. And generate some like income. That's amazing. That's amazing. Creating the opportunity. And that's what it's all about. So how can our people find you on social media? Okay, so my Instagram is at Rosebuds Investments. 
So both of those words are plural. R-O-S-E, B as in boy, U, D as in dog, S as in Sam, investments, I-N-B-E-S-T-M-E-N-T-S, um, 267-419-ROSE, that's the office number. Instagram, I mean, uh, Facebook is Rosebuzz Investment. The website is www.rosebuzzinvestments.com. Uh, yeah, <laughs> everything. That's it. Rosebuzz Investments. Yes. So y'all make sure that y'all, you know, contact her if you need her, follow her on social media, support her, everything that she does. So before we go, can you give our listeners one tip on how to boss up? Just not in business, but in just life? in life. I'm like, I yep. don't want to say like, just do it. Because <laughs> I'll just do it. Like, that's what I was, that's what came to my mind first. But I'm going to say just own, own whatever that means to you, own it. Because once you do that, once you take possession of what something means to you, like once you take ownership of anything, it's yours, you got it. And then it makes it easier to follow through it. You want boss up, just wake up like, this is it. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to work and be the best employee it is. Or I'm going to start my business and go super hard with whatever I'm selling or whatever I'm doing. You just got to really take ownership and just like, like walk in, like feel it. Cause ain't nobody gonna feel it for you. You gotta feel it, and once you do that, you good. That's it. That is awesome. That is awesome. Well, Jamisa, I enjoyed you today. It was really a pleasure. Thank you so On- much for having me. Yes, you are so welcome. Like I hope everybody, you know, was writing down those nuggets you were dropping because you was definitely dropping some nuggets for real, for real. And just understand that no matter how old you are, you can be successful mm-hmm. in your own way. You know what I mean? Like your success can probably still match somebody else's success and they can be 65 years old and you're 25 years old. So it doesn't matter your age, but everyone, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to boss up with purpose. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose.